time for Christian Car Guy Theater. Today we start a brand new adventure. It's Plymouth Progress, Episode 1. As Jimmy, our Jeep owner and hero from River Rock, walked through the wilderness, he alighted on a certain place. There was a den and he laid himself down to sleep. As he slept, he dreamed a dream and behold, he saw an old Plymouth Valiant, paint faded, headed out of its garage with a roof carrier overloaded with luggage. And as Jimmy looked intently, he could swear this old Plymouth was reading a book. And as Valiant the Plymouth read, he trembled and wept. Not being able to contain himself, the old Plymouth let out a lamentable cry. What shall I do? What shall I do? In his plight, Valiant therefore circled the block and returned to his garage, and he refrained himself as long as he could that his wife, a Plymouth Voyager, and children, a Plymouth Cricket and a Plymouth Sundance, should not perceive his distress. But he could not be silent long because his trouble increased. Wherefore, at length, he break his mind to his wife and children, and thus he began to talk to them. Oh, my dear wife, and you, the children so dear to me, I, your dear father, am I and myself undone by reason of a roof bag full of luggage that lieth upon me. Moreover, I am for certain informed that this our city will be burned with fire from heaven. And I am terrified that both myself with thee, my wife, and you, my sweet babes, shall miserably come to ruin. Except the which yet I see not, some way of escape can be found, whereby we may be delivered. Oh, my dear husband. <laughs> Why don't you go off to sleep? Perhaps you slipped your timing a bit. <laughs> oh, you didn't get a belt, did you? Yeah, Dad. You need to go to bed. Dad... There's nothing like a nighttime case study for too much luggage. Valiant retired to his chamber while his family was discussing this new dad they were experiencing. Wow, dad must really be losing it. <laughs> Did you get a load of that accent? He sounds like something out of the 1600s. By reason of a roof bag full of luggage that lieth hard upon me. <laughs> like what? Uh Ah, respect, young man. Just remember that's your father you're talking about. But I must say, it was a little strange, wasn't it, when he said, With thee, my wife, and you, my sweet babes, shall miserably come to ruin. <laughs> really, Valiant? <laughs> come on, guys, he's really worrying me. That's just totally nuts. Valiant had a terrible night. He spent it in sighs and tears, so when the morning was come, his family inquired. Ah, Valiant, uh, are you feeling better this morning? Worse and worse, oh, woe, oh, woe, for I am for certain that this our city will be burned with fire from heaven, and I am terrified that we shall miserably come to ruin, except the which yet I see not. Some way of escape can be found whereby we may be delivered. I searched and searched my mind. Really, Dad? Are you sure you're not tuned into Plymouth Rock like Miles Standish or something weird? Dad, you sound like a freak. Yes, honey. I mean, please, can we just stop with the woes and the whereby's? Because you are really starting to worry us. Really? Dad, do you think it's an electrical problem or fuel? Did you get some bad gas? 
Uh, I think I'll just take a ride and pray, dear ones. Till I return, be well. With that, Valiant headed off to pray. His family discussed the dilemma. Mom, you gotta do something. Okay, you need to call a mechanic, an electronic module shrink, something. Yeah, Mom, I can't believe I'm saying this, but for the first time ever, I think Sundance is right. Blech. The thought of that alone is freaking. Meanwhile, Valiant is out praying for those who are condemning him and searching his book for answers to the weight of this luggage on his roof. This scene repeated itself for days, when one day, out on one of Valiant's prayer rides, he stops in a field and reading in his book, he cries out. <sighs> no. <sighs> what shall I do to be saved? Oh, what shall I do to be saved? In his dream, Jimmy saw also that Valiant Plymouth looked this way and that way as if he would start off. Yet he stood still because, as Jimmy perceived, Valiant could not tell which way to go. Jimmy looked and then he saw a car named Edsel Evangelist and he was coming to him. As Edsel asked Valiant, Wherefore dost thou cry? Sir, I perceive by the book that I am condemned to die and after that to come to judgment and I find that I am not willing to do the first nor able to do the second. Why aren't you willing to die? since this life is attended with so many evils. Because I fear that this luggage that is upon my back will sink me lower than the grave, and I shall fall into the burning car crusher called Tuffet. And sir, if I be not fit to go to prison, I am not fit to go to judgment, and from thence to execution, and the thoughts of these things make me cry, cry. <laughs> if this be thy condition, why art thou idling, just sitting there? <laughs> because I know not where to go. Here, take this scroll. What does it say? It says, it says flee from the wrath to come. But where shall I flee? Do you see yonder narrow turnpike? No. Do you see yonder shining light? Ah, uh, oh, I think I do. Keep that light in your eye, and go up directly thereto. So shalt thou see the turnpike, that which, when thou knockest, it shall be told thee what thou shalt do. Immediately, Valiant sped for the light. Tune in next time for more Plymouth Progress. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, I always wondered what the pilgrims drove. I mean, Plymouth, crickets, sun dances. <laughs> yeah, Danny, you really rocked that one. <laughs> See what I did there? Plymouth Rock. Oh, boy. But, but seriously, Danny, this Plymouth sounds a whole lot like John Bunyan's book, The Pilgrim's Progress. Arguably the, the second best-selling book of all time, behind the Bible, of course. Oh, no, Danny, it's not Paul Bunyan, the famous giant lumberjack and his sidekick, Babe the Blue Ox, okay? And they had all those restaurants. No, 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 it's not him. Now, John Bunyan was put in jail for 12 years. And for what? For preaching about Jesus and the Word of God. Can you believe it? But he used that time well and wrote The Pilgrim's Progress. It's, it's wisdom, it's worth 
paying attention to, Danny. You, you know, I had one of those luggage carriers on my back, too. Oh, it was so heavy with all the burdens of things I knew I had done that weren't right and I would someday have to pay the price for. That's what Valiant is talking about in his burning car crusher called Tofit. I can, I can hardly wait to see how Valiant does fighting that narrow turnpike. But I'm guessing we'll first have to face the Mega Mud Puddle of this spot. <laughs> Daddy, the Mega Mud Puddle? If Valiant can come clean, I mean, that sounds like Peter. <laughs> yeah, he sure did, Daddy. Hey, Daddy, why did the chicken cross the road, roll in the mud, and then cross the road again? Because he was a dirty double crosser. <laughs> See, he got dirty, he came back. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator.